that's fate That you returning home to face the music Sometimes that's all there's left to do Welcome back to Metro Dr. Greg Pardona had been the head of research for Hell's Corp for nearly 30 years He'd been there since before the corpse had taken major control of the governmental parties. He was even instrumental in the core wars, which weren't really wars, but that's just what they called the power struggles or whatever. Zara was pretty young when all that had happened, so he was mostly a new face to her. Andrea, on the other hand, she'd had her theories about Pardona for a while now. He'd worked on Pompey's team during the original GH outbreak and had been unceremoniously kicked off. A lot of people thought Pardona had a lot to do with the public outcry against Pompey's efforts after he'd been tossed from the team. It almost made too much sense for him to be linked back to this vial that seemed to work as an instigator. It was probably a failed attempt at the vaccine that could create controlled instances of infection. All the pieces to the puzzle were feeding through her thought filter and into her tablet recording everything she was discovering in real time, just in case this all went south. She had a feeling with Pompey's eventual downfall and how all this shook out, it all somehow fell on the shoulders of this fucking guy. Please, come in. Have a seat. The deep bass of Pardona's voice hummed from the back of the office that the elevator had opened in. A white man in his fifties, mostly grayed, with a growing bald spot on the peak of his skull, he had a full beard that he kept trimmed into a round, bushy style. Not too long, because he didn't want to look like a hobo or a wizard. He wore a circle optical enhancer that was dark shade of red, which made his eyes look menacing through the opalescence. He was quite large, standing over two meters tall with a large beer belly atop thin legs. He was wearing a dark suit with red trimming and a red tie. There were two comfortable chairs sitting in front of the large wooden desk. This was the real stuff. You could smell the natural aroma still wafting from the little in-betweens in the flesh of the tree. That desk alone costs more than the amount of credits some of the street-level people in Metra live on for a lifetime. Zara assumed the chairs came from a similar vein of luxury. The fabric felt like rubbing lotion on an angel's wings. Zara started to introduce herself as Juice while sitting down, but Dr. Pardona interrupted her. No, no, stop all that, he started. Let's kill the pretense that I don't know what's going on right away. I mean, yes, I know you're Juice, but I also know you are the lovely and talented journalist Zara James. And you are the once revered and now reviled veteran shock comic Andrea Reynolds. The two of you crossing paths in this way is certainly incredible, but I can see how it makes sense. The algorithm really does find us all, doesn't it? How did you... I mean... What? Andrea was grasping to understand how he could already know so much before they'd even walked in. She'd had so many thoughts about this person right in front of her in the abstract. He'd always been this idea of a person, more so than the actual thing. But now he was right in front of her, breathing the same air, and he had the advantage because he not only knew who she was, he also clearly had been thinking of her as a figure in reality well before this moment. The how is pretty simple. You are an incredible narcissist that overestimates yourself while underestimating everyone else. Dr. Pardona said with bluntness, it felt more like truth-telling than cruelty to some degree. It really is what got you in trouble to begin with. You knew what was right at the expense of yourself, your career, 
your loved ones. You let it ruin multiple relationships, careers, friendships. What do you even have left to be doing this for? Because it's the truth? Nobody cares. Andrea tried to take a swipe, but noticed she didn't seem to have the energy to move, let alone swing her arm. Sorry, didn't mean to rile you up. You might notice that I've hacked your kid, Miss Reynolds, and you are going to start losing control of your body. However, Zara James, I truly admire you. I haven't hacked your Kim yet, but that's mostly because I think we find ourselves in an unfortunate misunderstanding. Zara had been seriously caught off guard by all of this. She had put serious trust into the skills of Andrea, into the information from Andrea, and some of that trust at least had clearly been misplaced. If they'd really been doing this right in the ways that Andrea seemed so confident of, this guy wouldn't know everything already. Maybe she'd always been full of shit. She pulled plenty of shit that was impressive to Zara, but that clearly didn't mean jack crap in the grand scheme of things. She was simple bacteria worshipping an insect that was about to get torched by a magnifying glass. What is it exactly that I'm misunderstanding? Zara asked. It seems as though you created a failed vaccine that simply caused someone to get infected with ghoul's hunger and resold it to the government as a weapon. Then you started using it on civilians in order to control a portion of the crime rings in the major cities. I'm guessing also at the behest of the government through backdoor corpo contracts? So you infect innocents like my wife, especially when you can charge a premium, and you leave the families with no recourse because we've created a societal taboo around even discussing the issue. Did I get all that or uh, am I too much of a stupid narcissist as well? Oh, oh, please, do not misjudge this situation, Miss James, Dr. Pardona replied in a cool, calm, rich tone. I do not think you the fool at all. You pretty much nailed most of my history, albeit with a few moments I think you could see differently if given my personal perspective. I I did fail at curing GH, that much is true. I, I did sell something that infects people to the government, but your loved one, Taylor was one of our few missteps. It was never meant for innocence, it was meant for the criminals. It was meant to reel in the dark elements of our city. Sometimes things fall out of our control. She was a natural infection from an unfortunate run-in with a nearby project. However, notice you did not see Taylor again. The many times you watched one of those fights. I looked into it, and I couldn't find a trace of her in the system. And I am not a person things are hidden from. I am unsure of how a video of her in the pits exists, or the full validity of that video. But I will find out, I assure you of that. Yes, much of this is criminal in nature, and to my dismay, in some parts of the chain things become more ethically murky than I'd prefer. But look at our safety statistics, our... A hell statistics, hell. Even economically we've improved. Even for the struggling underclass. It might still be less than ideal, but you can concede. It's getting better. Zara looked into Andrea's eyes and watched her realize Zara had lost some of her faith. She hadn't lost all of it, though. Maybe Andrea had been good enough to fool her with the perfection of her filter technology. She always seemed so genuine, though. 
Had this all been a layer of character on top of her reality, like a special sociological filter for her personality? Had Zara just been living in Andrea's version of kayfabe this whole time? This was still the biggest story she could ever hope for, and a huge comeback story if she didn't end up dead, and if she did die, at least it would be out with a bang. So a half-apology and a confession, Zara replied. So I have my story. Great. We'll be leaving now. Dr. Pardona tossed a handgun from his desk drawer to Zara. You get two choices here, Miss James. You can hit the detonator on all your little tech and try to publish a big story, but what good would that sneaky backdoor do when the people you wanted to sneak it past already know about it? You hit the button, the story goes nowhere, and we disappear you. Maybe oxen you off on the dark feeds. You've already created all the filters we need to put a look-alike on your feed saying whatever we want her to say, so... <laughs> no one will even know you're gone. We'll even make your mother love her more than she does you right now. Okay, and what's behind door number two, Zara asked, starting to fit her finger around the trigger of the gun. Option two, we don't replace you, we use you. And instead of cleaning up two bodies, I only have to pay to clean up one. You shoot Andrea? Because we both know she will never go along with this, and she's already seen far too much. Then you leave here, and we give you a huge scoop on a new product. Then you live a normal life. You've been avoiding your friends for so long you could go visit your mom. You spent so much time, so close to each other. What a shame to waste all that in the fight pits publishing a story for nobody, Dr. Pardona said matter-of-factly. So she could die for her principles, but to what end? No one was going to see the story. They already had her pinned to the board. Andrea had been nice, but she had also been using her to appease her own vengeance around G.H. She took advantage of Zara's grief and put her in dangerous situations. Situations that caused her to do and see things she would regret for the rest of her life. However long that would end up being. She didn't want to live a life with guns and murdering and back-alley priests at robot sex shops. She wanted to go back to getting the scoop on culture and politics and hanging out with her feed. She just wanted some piece of whatever she'd had before. Life, more or less. Of course, could she actually get that back? How would she go back into her old loft without every square centimeter of the place sparking old memories of Taylor and then sending her into a spiral of memory and regret? Could she spend the rest of her life looking into a mirror, never looking herself in the eye and taking account? How do people become okay with living in a facade? Is it really possible to fool yourself? Or is it just signing up for purgatory on earth? Is it still life when it's spent staring out into the world through hollow eyes? Zara's resolve and her hand tightened. She hated having to make this decision, but it was the only one she could make. Zara James pulled the trigger.